Hey guys, this is Alex. And this is TK. And we are, are the, the Social, Social Drinkers. Drinkers. Uprising? Uprising. It's an uprising. Okay. Yeah. The revolution. Yeah, that's what they're, they're calling it, an uprising. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey. How you feeling? More, uh, uh, the same amount of militant as I have felt in the, the past uh, week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a situation of, like, wanting to go out in March, but also knowing that COVID-19 is still a thing and still out here killing hoes. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, what other ways can I do my own sort of uprising? So yeah. um, I have been every time. Oh, so I, my new thing, right, is trolling. Right. And we started um, a movement. Yes. Trolling is my new boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoy it so much. Uh, I haven't really gotten much sleep in the past week and a half. Uh, mostly because anxiety of what is going on in the world and also trolling. I will be up till 3 a.m. trolling people and then I realize, oh, yeah, I got to go to work. So I need to go ahead and go to sleep. I also have a baby. Right. So that's another reason why it's like it probably should get more sleep. But the trolling has been really helping it's me through and giving me life. Therapeutic in a way. Um, Because everyone has been putting out some sort of, not everyone, we'll get into that, but a lot of companies have been putting out statements um, about what they want to do about social injustice and, you know, eradicating racism, especially starting at least within their own home, quote unquote, their business. And people have, yes, and people have been getting upset about it. And so that causes me to then dive into the comments and flush some of these people out. Um... A brewery posted last week. I don't even remember which one because that tells you how many people and places I've been trolling. But um, I don't even know how I found this brewery. It popped up on Facebook and they said that, you know, they wanted to be a safe space for all people. And here's what they were going to do and what they weren't going to accept. And da, 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 and people were really upset about it. Right. And like, I'm not going to drink your beer anymore and I'm not going to do this. And it's like. So, I don't know if you're aware, but when you get mad because someone wants to take a stance against something, such as racism, prejudice, um, social injustice, and then you get upset and you don't want to give them your money, then you are the one who then looks like, um, in this particular case, a racist. Right. So, I made a comment that they should make a beer from all the salty white tears. Um, It then became a top comment. Uh, and it had many replies where people were just like, ooh, what if you made it like a sour wit beer? <laughs> or what if you made it like a goes? Right. Hey, girl, whenever you're in town and you come to the brewery, I'm buying you a beer. Like, people were clapping for my comment because they were agreeing with the fact that people are, you're wrong and you're sad about the wrong things and you just want to feel like have put, putting it out there. I hate right. people... You see something, people make a, a post about it, what they're going to do, their practices, and then you want to put, I'm unfollowing. 
They don't care about you, ho. My favorite response is, um, I will tag their name. Mm-hmm. I will be like, who are you? Question mark. And I will do the Mariah Carey gift. I don't know her. I don't know her. Because <laughs> that's how they feel about you. Right. Um, they, they ain't worried about your little crusty dollar. Here's what I think. Pop Sugar was one that posted something about what's happening and people were upset. And so Pop Sugar started like responding, like, here's a little article you can read about racism. <laughs> and I was like, whoever is doing this, the petty, I am yes. loving it. Um, I, I, I started that Sesame Street, like yes. town hall. Yeah. What I do is I will straight up call them stupid. I don't care because that's what you are because you don't want to listen. Now, if you actually want to listen or if you're actually asking a genuine question, I'm happy to answer blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, we're all about pointing out things because racism has evolved over the years. It's not mm-hmm. the whole, oh, yeah, I'm a KKK thing. People getting real slick with it. Yeah, they are. And, and there's... So, there's racism uh which a lot of people do not believe that they are but they do hold racial biases uh or biases and that is a problem in and of itself because you have to unlearn those things and trying to explain what racial biases to somebody uh they could view that as a compliment all black people know how to dance and have rhythm that's not necessarily true right but you're assuming that is a racial bias Yeah. yeah Oh, all black people have this, or all Asian people are that, or all people of Indian background are this. Those are racial biases. Right. Me assuming, like, I don't actually believe this. Let me just put that out there. But that all white people make their potato salad with raisins. Right. That is a racial bias. (laughs) And disgusting. But not (laughs) racist. You know? Um... But trolling uh, has been a lot of fun. Um, People have been making the comments about how, what is it? Oh, slavery was 400 years ago. We should be over it. One, that alone is insulting. Wasn't there someone who was like, America isn't even 400 400 years years old. old. Yes, correct. And then I was like, correct. Pick up a history. You don't even know. You don't even know your own history. 16, How are you going 16, to come 19. in here and you clap? Can't, you can't come in here and clap. You <laughs> want to oh, know why? Because racial biases makes them think that and we then, don't have the education to clap back yeah. at them with And then facts. she's like, well, there's other countries that still have racism. I don't hear it. Don't tell me about another country if you can't even come correct <laughs> with the facts about America. Okay? But also, you want to know why those other countries have racism? Because of European colonization. Thank you. Thank you. You want to come with some facts? I will I will gladly give you facts. Someone's like, well, then we expected that in Paris and Europe first. Ex- expected what? That doesn't even make sense what you're saying. You want to know why there are marches globally? Is because racism is everywhere. Like someone even, someone from Australia, which I'm questioning if that's a bot or not, because the English was terrible for someone who supposedly studied journalism. Right. Um, was saying that, commented on the fact that Obama made a speech and was like, he's not even black, he's brown. First what? of all, okay, I've what? seen that argument so many times. People are like, <laughs> um, he is a mixed race president. Um, He is brown. He's not even black. First of all, bitch, when y'all was posting pictures of nooses and calling him a monkey, y'all thought he was black. 
So now he now he mixed. <laughs> Which is it? Because if you want to really break it down, we're all brown, right? But it doesn't matter. The fact. But no, is, I'm just saying, like, not even an argument. It's right. not an argument, right? Like, even if he wasn't black or brown, the fact that he's a human being who, yeah. Y'all still, they still call him life. and refer to him right. as a monkey. And his wife, they called a gorilla. So, exactly. So, and on top of that, he's married to a black woman, has black children. Yes. So he still has a say and it still impacts him. So you, the reality is, is that, yes, he may be a mixed person, but the world perceives him as a black man. They don't perceive him as a mixed race person. If he were to come out and he could, I mean, he could have had the claim to come out and say that he was white. Y'all would be like, uh, where? Who? Right. Who white? Right. Look at his name. His name isn't even a white name. Cause that's how a lot of people think. Right. It's a lot of prejudice. It's so much. It's ingrained in our world. It is something that needs to be eradicated but the reality is, we can march, we can do all of these things. Who, the only people who can change this is the people who created it in the first place. Right. Because someone's like, well, I don't see what racism has to do with me. And why do white people today get blamed for everything? And it's like, <sighs> the sins of the past still have an effect on the present. Yes. Cannot explain systemic racism enough for people. Lord. I must have posted. Jesus. Just like you posted that Sesame Street thing, I've been posting that little video. It's like four minutes that explains systemic racism for everybody, but mostly for children. But right. for everybody. I just don't understand. Because people still don't get it. I don't know why people get mad at me when I try and give them a resource. I mean, they don't like to, they don't want to learn. They, they think they know everything. If so, well, I don't think it helps me, that I'm straight calling them stupid too, but <laughs> in a nice way, <laughs> you could be flat out disrespectful. I think the way that we've been trolling yeah. has been in a teachable moment where a lot of people troll and be like, your mama a hoe, you stupid, look at you. I mean, I've had a few of your mama a hoe moments. Because they take it there. Yes. I Just like the whole, well, I have black neighbors and I'm I tired have of black grandchildren and blah, no, blah, blah. And I'm guess so what, bitch? You get that. a SpongeBob, which is your portrait of <laughs> you going, I have black grandchildren. <laughs> I have a black boyfriend. Okay, hold on. Uh, let's pause. Okay. Because we need to talk about what we're drinking. All right. Okay, so um, a lot of breweries have slacked, and we will be calling those out. Um, and a lot of them probably deserve to have their beer poured down a toilet. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. Uh, this one we're drinking right now is actually, I've never had anything from 18th Street Brewery. They are based out of Indiana. And this is uh, their Candy Crushable. I think what drew me to it was simply the artwork. (laughs) (laughs) The artwork. um, Because I'm not a pale ale kind of girl. Right. Uh, Pretty much. I don't really typically drink anything that isn't as dark as me. So there you go. Uh, This is actually owned by a person of color. So I feel really good in my support of uh, drinking this beer. Yes. And um, we found this, if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, we found this at Sprayberry, Sprayberry Bottle Shop. Yeah. 
So we're gonna uh, we're gonna crack it open. All right. It's a pale ale with lactose sugar added. The fact that we normally we split a can, but it's, it's been, been a rough week, week. y'all. It's been a week. So I'm gonna take this pint to myself. So cheers. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. Chin chin. I actually like it. I actually like it. I'm mad. I'm not mad at it at all. And you know how I feel about mm-hmm. pale ales. I'm like, oh lord, it's gonna taste like piss. <laughs> it does not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I am shook it to my core. Yeah, it's all right. 18th Street. Go ahead, do your thing. It's not as um. I don't know how to say it. You know, the thing about pale ales is that they're light, and you can drink quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I could drink more of this. I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting something. I think I was expecting it just based, you know, simply based on the name and the lactose sugar that is going to be very sweet. Um, and it's not. Yeah. And there's a hint of sweetness, but it's not like it kind of glowingly ba- sweet. Yeah, it balances it out. It's yes. very balanced because most pale ales are a little too bitter for me. That's what it, that's what I was expecting. I yeah. was Expecting it to be like. Like a yeah. skunk. Yeah. Mind. The bitterness and the hoppiness usually of pale ales is why. Yeah. That's why I don't tip. That's why I don't. I don't fuck with no IPAs no. and stuff. I but don't fuck with you. No. I don't. But I mean, I fucks with 18th Street now, so. I mean, this is good. So I'm gonna have to go get me a couple more of their stuff. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not mad at this. Okay. All right. So what were we talking about? Oh, trolling. We were still trolling. talking about trolling. trolling. Okay. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> So when you're saying how like they come out with the with the I have black friends yeah, or I someone in my family. And it's like, okay, but they're not your racist shield. You can still be racist. I don't know if you know how that works. Mm-hmm. But get over yourself. As your friend stated, I believe it was something along the lines of serial killers have friends they haven't killed. <laughs> yeah. And I was just and like, my response was like, she could be a serial c- c- killer for all we know. Yeah. I was like, first of all, that's a brilliant statement. Yes. Because I didn't even. And let me tell you, me and her have been going back since sixth grade. That has been my friend. We've like, nah. That's man. a great one. That's a great one. I'm, I'm going yeah. to use that. Like, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like trolling racist. She's like. Oh, you need some help? I love it's a you hobby now. It's a new <laughs> hobby. I used to crochet uh, as, and it's funny because people are like, I can do that because my it just boils my blood. And I was like, it surprisingly calms me. Let me tell you, like I used to get, like I could see how you could get riled. Yeah, but I know. But they're when not you come change. with facts, and it's more like you're irritating them because you're coming with and truth. That's exactly what and it they is. hate it. And, and it's like lately, so the past two days. Uh huh. I have decided that for every person who decides to try to come for me in terms of trying to white explain something to me, I'm donating five dollars to in their name. No, in their name to uh, local (laughs) um, organizations that lately are to bail protesters out of jail. Right. That's basically a donation has been made in your honor. And I will take a screenshot and post it in the comments. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. For your contribution. <laughs> Especially if like my I did it uh, twice to Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, simply because someone was like, Black Lives Matter is fa- is now, um, what is it? Owned by Antifa or Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. I was like, ten dollars has been donated in your name yep. to Black Lives Matter. So 
come at me with that all lives matter bullshit and double down. It's not a re- it's not an excuse. Like I don't understand why that has become why are you the automatic retort. There is no more at the end. Or only. And I, I posted something and it says matter is the bare minimum. It is. It is the minimum. Like <laughs> I, I just It's don't the understand. minimum you could do. The minimum you can do is is recognize that there's a problem. Here. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So well, let's get into the next well thing before we okay. move on to that. I've decided that when we go trolling, my name is going to be Trokia. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm going to make a handle with that just for trolling. Just for trolling? Yes, it should be a troll. <laughs> it should. Do a they have a troll, troll with an afro? Yes. Then that is what. Yes, that is going to happen. So I'm going to make a profile, and her name is going to be Trokia. Woo! Y'all watch out there. <laughs> Coming for you. If you see that pop up underneath your comments, you right. might want to be worried. And I'm going to keep trolling, 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 trolling. What? <laughs> I, I The other day, I think I texted you, and you texted back, and you're like, they see me trolling. <laughs> and I had that in my head all day. Me trolling, they hate it. Patrolling, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you were about to real. lose your job. <laughs> no, you were about to lose your, your job. job. Get this day. <laughs> yeah, I got an email I got to send today um, they, to a fire department, and uh-huh. as I'm typing that up, I'm about to be like, because I got receipts. You were about to lose That's your the job. Thing about you, you get receipts. I sure people. do. Now. I will post them right there in the comments. Mm-hmm. Just like one girl that came for me or one woman, whatever the fuck she was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she posted some racist ass, racist ass shit and I posted it in the thing and I said, your racism is showing. Boom. How you gonna deny that? Can't. I'm sorry. But no. I have seen that a lot is that people commenting in the comments you know when you see one where it's like they make some sort of like all lives matter whatever retort and then other people jump in and they're like are trolls just like us right but they drag it they drag they them. drag it i'm more of the educational troll right um so i posted this week that we need to use our strengths to fight the good fight. Yeah. And one of my strengths is pettiness. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes. So I am exercising that. One of my strengths is knowledge of history. I have that a little bit yeah. of that too. So combine the two of them. Powers combined. Right. Also, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the Bible thumpers who are against <sighs> Black Lives Matter because I like to drop a little Black Jesus on them. Yeah, literally. <laughs> a picture of Black Jesus. And let them know that I'm praying for their heart to heal from all the hatred that they have. I don't, I just don't, I just don't get it. I just, I don't know. I just was not raised to believe that necessary, like one was better than the other. Right. But I, I don't know what it's like to be raised as a person, of course, not black and how they view the world. But I know that as a black person who had to have several talks growing up about how people are just not going to like you based on your skin tone. Right. But then when you do come with the facts, they get mad and accuse you of thinking you're better. But that's not even... They're like, you're over here with your, with your I think I'm superior confidence. And, and I... Like, no. no. But you sound salty that I'm educated. Yeah, well... <laughs> 
I've had so I've had people come at me with I probably took you know some white person's spot for school, and it's like the assumption is that I couldn't get into school by my own knowledge and doing and hard work. Right. Um, It demeans everything that you've strived so hard for. It's like most of us have gotten that speech when we were growing up about how you're going to work, have to work 10 times harder to get even a drop of what a person who is white has to get. And yet that's still for most of us, I don't speak for all, but for most of us, we hold no ill will towards white people. Right. For us to be treated so nasty and so horrible, like we are still open and mm-hmm. kind and forgiving and and, and I, I I someone asked me recently if a person who is not black could go to a HBCU. Yes. And I've met several white people who yeah. have gone to HBCUs and never once have I heard um They're taking our spots. Well not just that, but like that they were they felt unsafe right or unwelcome or anything like that you of course are going to have a few who are going to be like but that's but overall but over your overall experience was not a negative one right i have attended i went to a school i went to florida state which is literally there is a street that separates florida state and fam right and i was walking around campus and went back tried to go back to my dorm forgot my key card Somebody was going in the building, wouldn't let me in because they didn't think I belonged there. Right. They were like, you, don't you go to fan? I'm like, no, this is, where, this I is go. where I go. This is my building. I just forgot my key card. Well, I can't let you in. I was like, I literally saw you this morning. Our dorm room. Or like right across the hall from, I don't know you. And they went and called security on me. Who was like easily just, I mean, security has the access. They just right. checked my name and let me in. Well, Alexandra, that doesn't sound like a black person's name. That right there. <clears throat> so I hate to sound like Sophia, but all my life I had to fight. Right. Everybody's had their own types of fight, but a fight right nonetheless. A fight. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm still dealing with that because with my job, when I say my name over mm-hmm. the phone, and, you know, we're dealing with states in Georgia and Alabama and, God bless it, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, they say my name when I tell them it and they have this uh, tone to it. Automatic change of, of tone. tone. And then it's like the disrespect that comes with their yeah. tone afterwards. Or they talk to me like I'm stupid. And I'm like, okay, let's just remember that. I know about what's going on and I know the steps that need to be taken and this is my profession. Mm-hmm. You don't know shit. Not to be rude, but you're yeah. needing my help. Mm-hmm. I've had people ask for their their files to be transferred to another person yeah. because they don't think I'm capable of doing mm-hmm. it. You know, it's just nasty. And um, I've had people refuse to work with me on their files yeah. and want to work only with my managers. And that's cool, you know. Because they make an assumption based off your name. government name. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way, it is a beautiful name, so you can all suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I am very proud of my name, except for my middle name. I don't really care for it. But it's still a beautiful name. I just don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's sad. It, it's really sad. And it's like, I was talking to you earlier today, and I was saying, 
you know, I have a job that at some point, once everything's back to quote unquote normal, Mm -hmm. which I will only allow that to go back so far, um, (laughs) that I would probably have to do little day trips to visit some of the clients and have face-to-face conversations with them. Just like you. I deal with Alabama, rural Georgia, Mm -hmm. uh, South Carolina, and Tennessee. Those are not places that I would feel comfortable driving to and possibly getting stuck on the way to or from. Um, It makes me nervous, the thought that I may not make it home or something, you know, because something terrible has happened. You know, you want, it's not something that you think about on a daily basis, but it's always in the back of your mind. Right. Um, And I always, I felt like that prior to uh, everything that's happening right now. But I even feel like, especially now, things are heightened. I mean, I just saw where the Klan was talking about they was coming to Birmingham and they was going to kill people. Right. And I saw, um, you sent it to me and I saw that. And it's just like... The fact that we have to be worried. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I appreciated that there were enough people who were like, knock if you buck if you want to. Right. They're like, where you at? Because we here. <laughs> and a lot of them got guns too. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, um, a lot of us know we're right. It's a lot of also fear mongering and how much of that fear are we going to have to deal with? It says a lot to me. For instance, there's a, a couple that got married amongst a protest yesterday or something like that. And beautiful. Yeah. Like those pictures I are going to be gorgeous in the sense that that is a time snapped. Yeah. And in a moment and the fact that their wedding did get canceled, but they would also risk con- getting COVID yeah. and still be out here. Because if you think about it, it's like it, this is a life or death situation all the time. It never goes away. Eventually, COVID will go at some point in time. Then another thing will come along, but it'll go away. Racism is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not. I mean, what was it? Four years ago, we were driving to New Orleans. God. And we were having a great time. It was you and me, two other girlfriends, Mm -hmm. um, my fiance at the time, and um, one of my friend's husbands. They're both white. They're both in the back of the van talking about whatever. You and me and the other two friends are people of color. Right. Um, and you are driving and I'm, I'm sitting right behind you so I can see your speed limit. Right. And And you're driving as, and we all know that when I say we all, most of us know. And when you drive in through the South, you follow those rules. You follow those, those traffic rules. You follow your speed limit unless you want to get pulled over and bum fuck somewhere. Right. So... When you got pulled over, I was surprised because... Well, the thing is, they were behind me. We were in the yeah. left lane. They, they were behind me. They were speeding up. So I moved over to the right lane. They were so trying they to trap pass. you. Exactly. Yeah. And he pulled up next to me, looked in the window. Because we all got quiet. Right. Slowed down and got behind me like, all right, I'm going to get him. 
And when we got pulled over, there were four police cars and then, like, what was it? There was a Border Patrol. Border Patrol. Yeah. That was the other one. And we were pretty much surrounded by cops. And they were on either side of the car. We're now quiet. The boys are still in the back talking. Like, nothing is phasing them at all. Right. I I don't know who it was, but someone had their phone ready. I had my phone at the ready to record, if need be, uh, what the if if there was going to be an altercation or anything that was going to happen, one of the cops stuck his whole head into the car and was the like, "Whole head," with an attitude, was like, "Where are you going? Do you know how fast you're going?" And it's like, you, you freeze because you just get nervous, right? And then and he, he was lied so, about how fast I was he was going. like, "You were speeding," and and it's like you want to speak up and say that you weren't. But they're not going to believe you. And then you're scared to say anything because you could go to jail because you're, they could take it like you trying to fight them or something. And it's like, once the boys saw, they were like, what's happening? And he was like, well, how many people you have in the car? And he saw the two white men in the back of the car. His whole attitude changed. Right. I was terrified that we were going to go to jail. If that, at minimum. If, at minimum. I, you know what? I would have settled for jail. <laughs> what, what could happen yeah. if you again, Sandra Bland. Right. So, I, like, I've had some encounters with the police. I think that by far was the scariest because I think back to it. And I'm like, what if the boys had not been there? What if they hadn't been there? What if it had just been, like, a girl's trip? Yeah. It's going to New Orleans. And it's sad because in the back of your mind, you're over here like, well, I got to plan my trips around. Okay, how racist is this area? How early? Do I need to bring my white friends with me? Yeah. (laughs) I got to leave early because there are still sundown towns. If you don't know what a sundown town is, I suggest you Google it to get the real details. But basically, there are towns. County, Georgia is one of them. You don't want to be in as a black person or a person of color, really, after dark. And... So when you're planning a road trip, it's like, in my mind, I've always thought it would be cool to do coast to coast. Like, I want to do um, Route 66. I want to hit these places and do like that family road trip in the summer where it's like, yeah, we got a camper. Maybe not so much a camper because I don't like camp. I'm more of like a hotel stay or something. <laughs> Maybe right. like an overnight I could do, but several days, I don't know. I'm, I'm off the subject, but still. Right. Um... I'm too bougie to do that. But theoretically, I would love to do that and see like the Grand Canyon and see Marfa, which is in the middle of nowhere, Texas, and see all of these things. But that fear of being stopped and arrested because of whatever is scary to me. It's very scary. I have been in a car with two white friends. We decided, we were in culinary school, we decided to go to Boston and it's like, I've never been to Boston. Mm-hmm. And we had like a week off from school. So it was like spring break. We decided to go from Florida to Boston when most people go to Florida. But I was like, it's really cool. One girl, her mother was Wiccan. Um, she was a Mormon, but she still found, found that it was interesting. And we were going to go to Salem. And I was all about history. We were going to go to the Four Seasons because they do like a really awesome buffet for desserts. I was very excited to, draw, to go. And... I sat in the back. My friend drove most of the way. South Carolina, we switched. Right. 
um, because everybody was taking shifts. It was my shift to go. We've been driving maybe an hour. I got pulled over. Wasn't speeding because I know the rules to follow the speed limit. Right. Five over max. And really, I do about I do about three. three. And then you put it on cruise. And I put it on cruise. I got pulled over. Not only did I get pulled over, I was asked to get out of the car and to stand by the police car while he questioned the two white girls. To make sure they didn't kidnap them. To make sure I hadn't kidnapped them. It's ridiculous. Like, sir, how do you know I'm not kidnapped to be made a slave? And they acted like it was fine. It didn't phase them. They were like, are you ready to go? And I'm just like, I... I was traumatized. Right. I couldn't drive anymore. Right. They didn't understand that because they were white. And one is actually, her mother is um, Latina, but she's white passing. So she doesn't really experience, experience it. Th- the things that even Latinas experience right. as, as a person of color. And the thing is, if you bring it up, you know, then the you, you're overreacting. You're overreacting. And that's basically how. They took it as me overreacting. To right. me, that it set the tone and it ruined things. Because I was saying, he asked me where I was going. I said, we're going to Boston. It's our spring break from school. He's like, who goes to Boston for spring break? They still have snow up there. It's like he didn't believe my story. Right. Okay. I thought I was going to jail. I've never been so scared in my life. Right. I was 23. And those things stick with you for They do. Life. And it's like, you try to explain that to somebody who has never experienced, you know, you have cops, but then you have racism on top of being a cop. It's hard. Yeah. It, it stays with you. Racism alone stays with you. It's like I was saying before, it's like, you remember, you never forget the first time somebody called you the N word. You never oh, forget gosh, that. No. no, you don't. And especially if you, especially if you're small and you've never heard that yeah, word before, or you, you and now you have to go, word. you know it's a bad word. Now you have to go to your parents, and they unfortunately now realize they have to give you a talk. Yeah, and, or you know they thought they moved you to a place where you didn't where you didn't have to worry about it. So, yeah, and it's crazy because you can explain these things to people, you can explain these things to your quote unquote friends, and they won't care. Yeah, because. You know, they want to believe what they want to believe, and then they'll find information to justify or decredit what you tell them. Mm -hmm. And I had that experience this week, and the bitch got called out and got her feelings hurt, and I don't care. You can fucking kiss my ass. Um, And then she wanted to put a passive-aggressive post on there saying, just let assholes be assholes. Be kind to everybody. Okay, so are you calling me the asshole or yourself the asshole? Because if you're calling me the asshole, this is worth being an asshole over, and I will gladly do it. It's a lot of a lot of people thinking that you're overreacting or you're being extra or, you know, fill in blank here. Yeah. And all these microaggressions. It's a lot of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that falls into that hole that a lot of people not realizing they even have them or they're doing it. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if you if you do it, I'm not going to be mad if you do it and you don't realize that's what it is because it's a te- it's a teachable moment. Yes. Should you know? However, if I check you on it, and then you want to come at me crazy or act stupid or act like I'm the one in the wrong, that's when you gonna catch these hands. Theoretically, verbally. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's it's been a week of 
reflecting mm-hmm. on things that I may have kind of put Let away. slide. Yeah. Put put away. Let slide. Yeah. Like I think back to things that and you know, I I think about this and I'm like, you make jokes of certain things or turn certain stereotypes into jokes about yourself just to make white people comfortable. Yeah. And that's and you know, it's not that I'm mad at myself for it. Because I didn't realize I was doing that. You didn't realize you were doing it. But now it's like now that I know it's it's that's it's a, it. Yeah. It it is hard because you know that your parents hoped that things would be better for you mm-hmm. and that you wouldn't have to go through what they went through. Just like we hope that our kids won't have to go through what we went through. Right. Um, someone pointed out to me that my kids won't have my struggle because they're mixed. <laughs> So let's I would talk also, about that. I would like to say that they will have different struggles. Yeah. Uh, struggles that I won't be able to help them with. I know plenty of mixed kids who have different types of struggles. Right. And they're going to have that, you're not black enough. You're not white enough. You're neither. You don't belong with us. you this. You talk like this. You talk like that. Let's stop doing that. We really need to stop. And it's unfortunate. And I was trying to. I've explained this. I've been saying this to my husband since before we had kids. Is that I'm going to raise them the way they're going to be seen. Right. You know, they have melanin. In the summers, they get browner. The world is go- not going to see them as white. They did not get all of my, you know, slave master Irish. <laughs> <laughs> my ancestry.com result 34% Ireland, Scotland, Wales. They didn't get all that. Right. And my husband's um, Caucasus Mountain, totally lighter <laughs> than white, white jeans. I didn't birth basically a blonde eyed, blue eyed baby. Yeah. If I did, I, I'd really be questioning what like is that? genetics. I'm like, genetics is crazy. Because um, I'd be like, Mm. Switched at birth. Let's <laughs> Girl, you sure you push that out your puppy? <laughs> yes. Well, I didn't see it myself. Right. I would question Does anyone 100%. have any video evidence of this? Not- nope. They might take any pictures. I just want to make sure. Because I look at the ears, I don't see any color at all. It's straight, like, pink. Yeah. Um, It's a peach crayon. Right. Or if they, like, didn't have any features. Any features. <laughs> like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know then I would have to explain to them that would be a very hard conversation because the world is going to see them as white mm-hmm. and it's like how do I explain to you that you are still a black woman right. as well like I don't know that struggle and I follow two people who are white passing and that's a whole different stuff that you know string of things that they have to deal with right um but me having to raise uh, biracial children and still having to have a conversation with them because people aren't going to like them for various reasons. But the reality is, is that although they may not be seen as black, they're definitely not going to be seen as, as white. white. Right. And then, you know, I, I came up and I had my own cousins who made me feel like I was not black enough because of the way that I spoke. And that's what I was going to bring up because... And that in lies its own situation, right? Because people view you because you don't post all over your face. Like, but prior to now, yeah, we were chill. You uh, post I memes. I mean, you may post things from here to the, here in time. 
and you post memes or whatever, but you're not like fist up in the air all day. You may feel that way, but it's just like, that's just you. Yeah. Um, and people who know you are like, oh, well, you know, you're not one of those quote unquote blacks. Mm, but I am. But it's like, oh, because of the way I talk. And because I went to school, so you think that, oh, so you think all black people are, like, from the hood and ghetto. Right, and, right. So, you know, you're only friends with me because I'm the only type of black I'm that you safe. approve of. It's like white guys who go out of their way to date you. Right. Because you're the safe kind safe of one. black. Man. Get the fuck. And that's another thing. You white Matt. fuck boys that want to lay with black women. <laughs> Where you at? Don't be sliding up in my DMs talking about, you want to come over? Fuck no. dick in the middle of Rona in the Civil War? Get the fuck out of here. I didn't want it before. I don't want it now. Shit. If I wanted it, I would have reached out to you. Leave me the fuck alone. You see me over here being militant, being Angela fucking Davis in my fucking Facebook? Get the fuck out of here. Delete. So some other time then. So two weeks when this is over because that is what I'm seeing. Oh, give them like two weeks and it'll be over. Okay. No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think. I you see. Here's the thing now. This is it. Like we we're done. we're officially you know, like 2020. We've seen a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't see it getting no better. And we, they've already scheduled a march in in August. August? <laughs> and if I. Didn't have the small children and still scared that Rona will still be rampant. I would be there. Right. However, well, you know if I know someone who is going, FaceTime me so I can feel like I am there with you. But, you know, we're doing our thing because we're going to gather supplies. I'm gonna get, oh, I'm still going to do, you know, I'm going to still be doing my We're going to bring stuff. water and snacks. I'm sure that same day there will be marches all, all over. over. So we're going to be dropping off supplies. We're going to be doing what we need to I do to support. Yeah, even though he got cancer. <laughs> right. So, um, but like they over here, like oh, these protests and blah blah blah. He just gonna say it's fake, but fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, you've had to. It's been several weeks of canceling people. Um, <laughs> I actually had someone reach out to me and saying that they were unfriending me. Thank you because... for clicking unfriend. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. I see your true color shining right. through, and that's why I unfriended you. <laughs> Um, it's been a lot of that. Like, oh, I didn't know you were like this, and racism isn't real, and it's like, oh. Oh, like our friendship? Yeah. Click. Bye. (laughs) I had to look and see who you were, because I I think we met (laughs) twice. Like, you are not, you are are not friends. If you think that there is, racism is bad, and there's a but that comes after, then we don't need to be speaking. At Period. 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 We don't need to talk. No. I had this one girl from high school. Mm-hmm. She um, hadn't even acknowledged what was going on. And that's, if you don't want to acknowledge that's going on, what's going on, that's cool. Because maybe you're doing shit behind the scenes. I know a lot of people aren't like big posters right. and yeah, stuff like no, that. Yeah, so totally. I'm not like, oh, you were silent on Facebook, so you don't care. Whatever. Because some people just really don't use social media. Some people don't. Quite a few people don't. Right. Yeah. And I, I understand that. But if you come out the woodwork... With one of those, this is not a crime, this is a crime protest pictures. If I gotta hear about how oh, protesters and voters are the same thing. So, <clears throat> Trokia kicked in. <laughs> and I was like, hey girl, um, did you not think about the impact this photo would have? 
Or did you ask any of your black friends? Or do you have any black friends? I'm just wondering because this is not a good picture. I need you to take it down and try to explain it. I was like, asking for a black person. <laughs> like, that's just how I signed it all, signing all my comments on there. I appreciate people trying to explain um, black history to me. Right. Um, oh, but it gets better. So she posted, um, this is when I first started using the Sesame Street <laughs> link. And she posted something about how how social media works. I prefer bananas over uh, apples, blah, blah, blah. And it's like someone on social media, you prefer bananas over apples, blah, blah, blah. Basically insinuating that they're being called racist because they prefer one over another. And that's not the case. So I went in and did this long explanation of, well, did you ever stop to think that maybe you prefer bananas over apples because of your racial bias? And, you know, I go, it doesn't seem that you, it doesn't appear that you understand. Yeah. Here's a link that might be able to break it down for you. I'm telling most, you. At the most elementary level. I'm telling you. I would watch it with your kids if I were you. I'm telling you. And so, I guess that triggered her, I don't know. It triggers a lot of people because they don't want to admit that they have racial bias. Oh, did you know that black people could be racist? Yeah. I did know that, actually. <laughs> she called me racist. I know that they can be racist. I know that you and I are not racist. She um, told me to go fuck my sled and call me a racist. What is that? Mean? I don't even know. So like, let me look and see if this is a fucking racist slur. Because Publix, I'm going to an email. You, you about to lose your job. Get this dance. I'm still looking at your sled. cunt with your little deliverance house in the hills i don't give a fuck um i'm just gonna say let's move on to the next thing of canceling people so here's what i'm gonna cancel so who just finished their final season crossfit oh okay first of all i'm not surprised i I saw this coming crossfit's been kind of yeah because they didn't even make space for us so Mm. Sorry, here to get the last last drop of my beer. Yeah, um, CrossFit has always been. I know that a few years ago, we were heavy into it. We were really into it because we figured it could combine things that we actually like to do. Yeah, and we saw you know a couple of black women that were in it. Yes, and we thought you know okay, they're paving the way for us, and there's going to be space for us in this. There's really not very many black women. And, I, woo, I think there's less now. Yeah. Um, but to find out that the founder, um, and I believe is he's the CEO, the CEO, CEO, he has made comments in the past that were questionable, um, which made me, I mean, okay, so let's be real. It's always been a little bit uncomfortable when we go to CrossFit um, competitions or other CrossFit always. gyms. We've always had some sort of issue. Yeah. Um, like the one where we went in, um, it was in Covington, I think it was. I where it was Conyers. Conyers, Covington, it's yeah, all the same. It's all the same. Um, 
we were ahead by a good amount. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, they were counting our reps wrong. They weren't paying attention. So it's like we couldn't get the points that we were supposed to have. Yeah, so we ended up quitting because um, they didn't want to give us really they weren't fair right with how they were treating us as a team and we were one of few black teams that was competing at i that think that was the last competition we did yeah uh we've gone to competitions where we were the only uh team of color competing at all mm-hmm. the only people of color competing at all we've gone to gyms where we were it and the only black people or people of color at the gym i what bothered me and has bothered me from the beginning was that it is expensive very um, you can view it as an investment on yourself in the sense that you're investing money into a place that's going to help you be better. And that I do understand. Right. And However, it, it does. Like the program itself. What I find is that a lot of these, at that time, there are less gyms now because, I mean, it was saturated market. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them were in, quote unquote, black communities. Yep. But they didn't make it available to the people who live in those communities. Right. Or even really do any community outreach. Right. And I found that to be problematic. You came over here because you found that the rent was cheap. Hello. But you don't want to... gentrification was about to kick in. Yes. But you don't want to make yourself known in in the neighborhood, in the community, invite the community in at all. If you're paying $200 a month basically to work out, you know, especially if somebody... Here's my other thing. We all know that obesity, heart disease, diabetes are very big in African-American communities. These are just known facts. There are numbers to prove this. A lot of us have to deal with that in our own families. The sugars. Um, The salts. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So if you know that and you're in a black community and you are a gym uh, or do any sort of fitness, then I feel like it's. It would behoove you to reach out to that community right. even and try to help that without, like, week. you even saying, like, oh, black people, y'all fat and y'all got it. Right. But, like, one day a week, maybe. Do, like, a community do a park. workout your in the park. park or something like that. It doesn't even have to be in your gym if you don't want them If you in don't your want them in your Go gym. Go out to the park, have something open where you lead a workout. So that, you know, they feel like you want to be a part of their community without them feeling like you moved in to try to get them out of their community. Or don't do it to be like, well, you know, we're going to try and get you to join and spend your last penny. Right. Knowing that a lot of of us probably can't afford it. We can't all afford it. There were plenty there. I think there's a couple of things going on here. Um, And he's, I'm not going to get into him specifically um, in some of the comments that he's made. But there is that thought of if we know how people of color be doing when we get into sports, mm-hmm. we be dominating stuff. Mm-hmm. Hell, team bet on black. <laughs> that was us. That was our team. <laughs> and we dominate. And that's what we Even do. With the cardio that's what we shit did. That we ain't about. We ain't about. But we knew our strengths yes. and our weaknesses and we played to those. But, you know. When we come in, we tend to dominate things. We tend to be very focused. We tend to battle it out, you know, and make a name for ourselves. And a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't. They don't. And to me, then you're not playing on an even playing field. Right. Are you? Um, So it's a lot of problematic things. Your access to equipment. And it's like, it's very expensive. CrossFit equipment, gym equipment in and of itself is not cheap. But to then take 200 plus 
from people in your neighborhood, cops get a discount. Um, cops and military get discounts. Uh, but for people in your community, you, you've priced them out so they can't afford it. Right. So why can't you? Or you made it seem like you've priced it so high, almost in the hopes that they can't right afford it. So when black people walk in, you almost look a little surprised to see them. There's not as as warming. It's not because like welcome as you would hope for your own community. You know, I was we were part of a community, quote unquote, Mm. for how many years? Mm -hmm. And look how much effort they put in to get my whole name. Yeah. Correct. They would confuse us a lot and we don't look anything alike. Nothing alike. Okay. And then they refused to try and learn my whole name, which is not that complicated. Yeah. They had three three syllables. name to one letter. One letter. Yeah. T. And then if someone called me. And they were very clicky. Like we weren't invited to things. Uh, They would do a lot of extracurricular stuff. Hang out at people's houses. Have barbecues and all kinds of stuff. At the gym even. Yeah. We were never. And we're like, we like barbecue. We were never invited. And it just made you not want to belong. Uh, when we would train for things, we would ask for help and we wouldn't get any. So we uh, had to train ourselves. We had to train ourselves. But then when we would succeed, they would want to take some credit for that. Yeah. And it's like credit in the sense that, I mean, we used your equipment, but we paid to use your equipment. Right. But don't be shouting out that we came from your gym. And, and that you trained us. Yeah. Because that's not, that's not how this goes. Um, and eventually we left. Um, they was a little salty about it. But the reality is, is that if you don't do right, you I know. mean, why would we stay? I'm not paying, we don't feel comfortable. I'm not paying $200 a month so you can go sit up at your fucking lake house. I also am not going to pay that just to run all day. I'm not doing it. I didn't come here to run all day. Oh, I can run for free. Fucking I can day. run for free. I can get a treadmill anywhere. Right. Um... I can run outside and it costs nothing, you know, because I've been about, we've been about that running life before. We know that. Right. Uh, so that was a bit upsetting and it is questionable as to why you got to admit that your equipment. Yes. So you have your upfront cost, but if you lower your, your cost, you're you going get to get more, more people, people and it gets paid off. And after X amount of years, the shit should be fucking paid off. Right. So now what are we paying you for? Your lake house. Your lake house. Or whatever. whatever. You know, if you take that money and you do things for the people in the gym, like have gym-sponsored get-togethers, uh, team builds, whatever, I can see... I can see... Everybody, everybody up to your lake house. I'm just saying. saying. You know, I can see where... The money is going. You know, I think you one know, year different classes, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh no, all the extra classes were cost you extra money. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't don't do extra classes and then charge me an additional twenty dollars per class. The fuck is that? Uh, I recall one year because I do my smorgasbord every year, and I wanted to invite the whole gym, but I can't fit the whole gym in my house. Right. So I was like, it would be cool to have it at the gym, and then everybody could come. And because of the space, and they were like, no. We can't do it because it's a fire hazard or insurance or some shit like that. It's like, okay. But didn't they have like a chili cook They've had several things. Cookouts yeah, that other had... people. So, no, that's cool. It was a situation. I think that was the final straw. Yeah, for us. feeling very uncomfortable and, or 
sometimes used to their benefit. Oh, we have these strong girls who can do this and um, kind of, I hate to say the words performing monkeys, but I mean, that's how I felt sometimes. So the reason CrossFit is canceled um, is because the owner- You're racist. The uh, CEO made a comment, uh, basically saying, um, I, I, I have it. You okay, go pull ahead. Pull it up. Yes, please Hold pull on, it up. One second. Pull it up for me. So it was an email correspondence, right? There was an email correspondence, but he tweeted. This was on Twitter is where I was like, here's the the final draw. Did you find the email correspondence? No, I didn't. I just okay. found the what you sent me. So yeah. it's um, from the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation. And it said, um, racism and discrimination are a critical public health issue that demand an urgent response. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. And there's um, a big photo, meme, whatever you want to call it, that says racism is a public health issue. Right under that, Greg Glassman, CEO of CrossFit, says it's Floyd 19. It's not funny. No. It's not. And I don't, I don't, I, and here's that, there, where's that you get that thing where people are like, well, I was meant as a joke. The man died. We watched him die on camera. And he died and you're making a joke out of this. And after you've made several questionable comments, after you have made it very clear to the black community that we're not welcome. Yeah. Because let's be real, you can say that we're welcome, but what have you done to... No, I mean, he's never really said that we were welcome. I mean, basically by saying, because people are like, you should make it more affordable, he's like, it's not my fault that they can't afford it. Oh, okay, well, never mind. So. And it's to me, I feel like that, to me, isn't even so much racist as it is classist, because... Why shouldn't everybody be have the access to CrossFit? Right. I think CrossFit is, in the broader sense, is very good in yeah. terms of functional fitness. Like the idea of the CrossFit idea is great. Of it is great. Um, I think it would be good for everybody to do some sort of functional fitness, some sort of movement like that. But when you put it out there that they can't afford it, then you're basically creating a classist. Yeah, thing. you're making it if you seem say like it's an elite sport. It's an elite thing. Only the elite people can afford you yeah. XYZ. So, yeah, it's it's very problematic. It's a very problematic situation. And then you, I've seen quite a few affiliates who have dropped um, yep. being affiliated with CrossFit altogether. And I've seen a lot of affiliates who have made comments and have stood up against it. The one that we were previously talking about has been quiet. Very quiet. And they haven't said anything. Let's is, just put it this way. As much effort as they put into learning my full name is how much effort they put into letting us know where they stand or... You know, as much effort they put in that same amount of effort to show support. Yeah, it's it's Pretty quite simple. disheartening, and it's not a place that I would ever return to. No, no. Um, okay, moving so, on. So na 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 na. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You're racist. <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna move on and talk about Drew Brees. <laughs> First of all, he said what he said. He said what he said. And so, then he doubled like, down on it. He, he doubled did. down. He did. And 
like everyone's like oh dude you look like a fool because you kneeled or whatever but he didn't want to that was like a whole publicity thing i think you know yeah um but to say that whole bullshit about oh my what what was his father his grandfather i don't know i don't give a fuck was a vet and fought in the war you know what sir there are plenty of black men and women who have served (laughs) and you know what when they came back America didn't give a fuck that they were a vet and served their country so miss me with that what does Mm -hmm. the flag really stand for in that Mm -hmm. stance Um, most of them were fighting for their liberty still so your, your whole rationale behind it to me is flawed and then the video, the video apology. Look into my eyes. And yeah, yeah, down. I saw that. Like, <laughs> sir, you are blink. In my experience, when someone blinks that much, they're lying. Like, are you trying to squeeze out a tear? Like, what are you doing? I, I'm just not buying it. I'm, you know, it's great you went on there and apologized. I don't know if you had an awakening, but. You know, good for you for calling out Donald Trump, blah, 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 when he tried to throw your name in there. But I don't know. To me, the damage is done. Like, I don't accept your apology, Mr. Breeze, or whatever the fuck your name is, because that, that's how irrelevant you are to me now. Um, I feel like you know who is supposed to be having your back on the field, and you realize you pissed them the fuck off. And you don't want to be concussed next season. <laughs> I mean, it was in your best interest to not double down. First of all, yeah, his PR told him he needed to. Yeah, that's basically. And then did you see that his wife tried to? Because I still feel like he said what he said. He said what he said. Because that's what what the apology said. said. And because um, he said, you know, I am so sick that my words got twisted and construed the way they did. Um, No, sir. That is not an apology. Also, That's that's the same way of saying, I'm sorry for calling you a cunt. But. Because you are. <laughs> and I'm sorry you understood what I said. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sick to my stomach that you realized that I was calling you a cunt. But I said what I said. I'm not taking it back. I'm not I mean, it back. if your feelings hurt, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I'm not sorry about saying it. I'm not sorry. I can't control your feelings. Right. That's that's exactly what it is. No. You know how I know? Because I've given apologies <laughs> like that. We all have. I am the queen of I said what I said. Yeah. So. All year long. <laughs> now, what did his wife say? Hold on. Let me pull it up. <laughs> he said his wife said something. Yeah, his wife said something. I don't I'll have to look oh, it up later. Okay. But his wife made an apology. And it's like, boo, you just protecting your moneymaker. I mean, granted, he probably has enough money with his advocate, like, sponsorship and all that other shit, but... People still do advocate? Girl. Why? I don't know. It's a cult. I was... I got sucked into that one time. Oh. Oh. Call him pal. Oh. He was like, uh, we have drifted away from the Constitution. The Constitution was never for us, sir. Well. (laughs) He said what he said. That's fine. I mean, and that, here's the thing, in the midst of all the garbage, and there's a lot of hot garbage going on right now, you do find some stories like that guy who allowed like 80 protesters into his house in D.C. Right, and he's like, I hope my son grows up to be like them, because they're doing amazing things, and that, sir, my hat's off to you. I think that, 
Oh, she late to the party. Kim, what's her name? No. <laughs> but that's perfect, though. <laughs> um, I'm glad I'm seeing a lot of things that it's happening all over the world. And I know that this man did not want to die in order for this to happen. Right. Um, when people refer to him as a drug dealer or... Um, he was on drugs or he was passing counterfeit money, which was not true. And basically kind of giving the, he deserved to die speech. No one is saying that anybody is a saint, but no one should have to face what he faced. I'm sure when he left his house, he thought he was going to come home. Yeah. Um, but regardless, like, his history has nothing to do with... Well, and that's what I'm getting to. I'm like, regardless of... And this goes for any person. I would hate for some of these people who are throwing stones for their history to come up yeah. when their time comes. And that's... And, and let's talk about that real quick. The victimization. This man died. Regardless of what he may or may not have done... I mean, I mean, okay, if he had murdered people, okay, then maybe we could talk about that. But, like, regardless of his history, the way he died, it should not have happened. It shouldn't have at all. Um, this is Especially why we have a, supposedly was, a justice system and the way things are supposed to be done properly. Right. But he was already since, in handcuffs. I'm not even sure why we were in this position in the first place. But he, he didn't do anything leading up to it. And there's no. nothing that he could have done leading up to no. it that would have... Warranted it. Exactly. ...what happened to him. But... The issue here is people have snapped. We're tired. And a lot of it is, it's a delayed reaction now because a lot of stuff is just coming out. Like we're just hearing about that guy up in Seattle or Washington. Um, I, I saw where there was a woman in Texas who, you know, it was a title, she was going to get a, yeah. a title exchange. And, you know, she's this black woman. She's tiny and this 200 pound cop is like choking her, like laying on top of her, choking her, you know? And then he gets on top of her and puts both knees, like one behind her neck and one in her back. And is putting all his body weight on her, trying to handcuff her. Yeah. And that was from 2018. Yeah. There's stuff we're just, this is not new. Um, And, and, and I want to reiterate that this is not a black or white issue. Um, it is an everybody versus racist mm-hmm. situation. And it is also an issue about the really dark thread that has weaved its way through our judicial system yeah. and through the police. And to find out that it takes you, you have how many hours it takes to become a hairstylist versus how many hours it takes to become a police officer. Right. And. But I'm just like. They're, they're getting away with it is the problem here. And the people justifying it saying, oh, they're so stressful and blah, blah, blah. They're put in stressful situations. I worked retail. I had people cuss at me. I had people try and put their hands on me. I had people spit at me. I had people in my face. But guess what? If I took a swing, if I pushed them, even if I so much as called them a bitch, my ass was gone. Yeah. So miss me. With all the, they're under stressful situations bullshit. I hear about the police officers who are harmed and murdered or killed or 
you know, um, just it happens. Yeah. That is unfortunately, unfortunately, that is a risk of the job. Right. Um, just like being a fireman is a risk. Uh, if you're a, there's risk there. If you are a doctor, a nurse, there's a risk you could get sick. Um, those are things that you know when you sign up for there are risk of happening. Right. But people of color wake up every day just trying to live. Right. And we didn't choose to come We didn't into choose to come into this. Be, be black. No. And you know what? I wouldn't change it because it's pretty dope. Yeah. Shit's shit's dangerous as fuck, but it's lit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, but I mean there to hold someone or point fingers at them for things that are happening to them for because of things they cannot control. But you want to make excuses for people who have control of situations or have the choice to be put in those situations. That's not right. And I, I see a lot of backlash about white privilege. And I see a lot of people who are white saying that they don't have privilege. They're not rich. And I was like, I don't think you understand what white privilege means because that's not what it means that's all part of educating yourself too which is what we've been saying for the last two fucking weeks just educate yourself before you make your comment i'm, like, I'm not even i'm not even going to explain it because i'm tired you I'm have google tired. same as i got the google if you're able you to got, listen to this shit you have the fucking interwebs i don't understand what the problem is there are books. let me tell you what to put in google what is white fragility what is white privilege? There you go. They will tell you. Actually, if you ask, if you are an, an Apple and ask Siri, Siri will tell you exactly what white privilege is. Don't let is. Siri check you. Because she will. Siri's good at checking bitches. Um, <laughs> so I, the last thing I, I want to say, uh, or last topic I want to kind of bring up, is yeah. that since we're talking, since this is a also drinking podcast, yeah. is that couple of, you know, it was Blackout Tuesday. And at minimum, you could acknowledge that it was Blackout Tuesday. At minimum. At minimum. At minimum. We didn't ask for much. Um, and really, most of you did, most of you in terms of breweries, did the minimum, which is you posted a black square. There was no caption. There was no information. We didn't even get a hashtag Blackout Tuesday. Nothing. But we just gonna, we gonna count it for that week. But that was the minimum. Now, we want you to do better. And this isn't about necessarily only black people. This is all people yeah. feeling like there's a space for them and they're comfortable. Because, excuse me, it is also Pride Month. People should feel comfortable to go to your brewery regardless of whatever race, gender, uh, sexual orientation, orientation. Uh, disability, whatever, everything. They should feel comfortable going. Uh, there are a lot of breweries that are bro zones, <sighs> hardcore, and I don't feel comfortable going. Right, I'm not. I'm not going to drink a fucked up bro beer. I didn't really like it. To begin some of it, some of it's not that great to begin with. Not, you know, I'm say, I said what I said. You know, I'm sorry if you took it the way that <laughs> it came out, and I'm just sick to my stomach. But. A lot of breweries posted nothing, which 
uh, we've already established that silence is literally deafening and yeah. it's Dudley and silence equals violence. And that says a lot when you don't say anything. When you say nothing at all, it is extremely problematic. And because what, it makes you, makes people who drink your beer, uh, who are patrons, may necessarily not feel comfortable. But you gotta, I, I understand that a lot of you are scared because you don't want your base to feel, you know, excluded. But if your base was cool and fine... But you know, and I know, that they obviously aren't. Right. Or you wait until somebody calls you out to make a statement. That's a problem for me. Because it's a little too late. Because, like, if you're that concerned about your base not supporting you after this, you got to ask yourself, why are you catering to that? Why are you catering to that? And is that what you stand for, really? Because that's what you're That's what you look like you stand for. Right. So... Just understand that when we post this, we will be tagging breweries. All the breweries. Because when we look at your social media... You need to diversify. It's reflective of that, too. I don't feel comfortable going. So you're not going to get my money. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not. No, I'm not... There's some local people, some local breweries, who now I gotta... I, gotta, I may need to flush your shit down the, the, the toilet, the commode. Because... Thank you at Craft Beer Connoisseur for the idea. Yes. Cause she won plan. Cause she won plan, and I agree with her that we should all be holding people accountable, especially if uh, we give them money. Right, and it's not in a malicious way. Cause she, she no. made a point of that. She said it's not in a malicious way. It's not to. Um, We're asking you to step up. Yeah, you know. Don't, We're don't not. And that's what she said. We're not calling you out. We're calling you up. Exactly. And it's like, and if you did post a black square. Great, thanks. Do we better. We want you to do better and do more. We calling you up. To I'm, I'm gonna be diplomatic for once in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, please put some thought and be intentional with your plan going forward and mm. follow through with it because a lot of us are gonna be watching mm. and a lot of us are gonna be asking, "What's the plan? Mm-hmm. What have you done?" Because I want to feel. Like, I can go to any of these breweries and feel welcome. Yeah. And and feel like I'm in a safe space. And let's be real. A lot of these breweries are in areas that were predominantly black to communities begin yeah. to begin with until... Gentrification. Thank you. Hmm. So there's still a black community mm-hmm. surrounding a lot of these breweries. And, you know, we already know that gentrification is a tense subject. Yes. Because it feels like pushing the black community out Mm. so that you can make it very, what's the word I'm looking for? White. I, since we're on this subject, I would also like to give a shout out to Weathered Souls Brewing because they are doing a quote unquote, black is beautiful. Um, It's an imperial stout and they are actually... uh, doing this in conjunction with quite a few breweries uh, across the United States. Right. Um, I think recently they said that they were, the amount of breweries that were participating was was crazy and that when they posted initially, you could tag breweries so that they could also participate. So if you are a local in the the Atlanta area and you are not participating, you might need to hop on that. Right. You know, if you're going to participate, let us know that when we know you have our back. I mean... We don't need the Performance Alliance or anything like that. But 
let the community know don't don't do it for us don't show black people or the black community that you are supporting us show the world that you stand behind us yeah that you stand behind doing the right thing. Yeah. That you stand behind eradicating racism. That you stand behind social justice. And I, I want to make this clear, because I've seen this, is that if you are standing for those things, that does not mean that you do not support those who do police work. Right. But you are of the understanding that there are some things that need to be fixed and addressed. And I don't think that there is anything. You can do both. Right, and so here's my... You can do both. You can be both and. And this is my argument for those people that want to argue, well, not all cops are bad, blah, blah, blah. Speak you on know, it. Speak on it. If you are so concerned about the image that these good cops are getting because of a few bad apples, then that should make you want to furthermore jump into this fight for social reform to mm-hmm. fix the justice system so that it protects those cops who want to do right and gives those cops the opportunity to do the right thing and gets rid of those cops that are doing the things that are making it all worse. That's all. So even if you join the movement and, you know, you're doing it because you feel that there are good cops in the fight, everyone's going to win at the end. Everyone. So this fight, even though it's Black Lives Matter... You know, it's for everyone. Um, yeah. I also just want to end with this. Mm-hmm. You can put your two cents in if you okay. can choose. But I just want to phrase it like this. Got a hundred cops. Okay. People. I'll, I'll extend it. People. You have a hundred people. One of them does something bad. 99 of them Mm -hmm. do nothing. They all guilty. Then they're all bad. They're all bad. I'm just saying. Guilty by association. If I watch you beat the hell out of somebody and I do nothing... I'm just, We're both, I'm just as bad as you. So, Even if it's as simple as reporting it. Yeah. We can get into that next week. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to suggest that if you guys find this beer, this candy crushable, you get it. I Do think it. I might get some more of it because it's actually pretty good. It's and, really good. Um, I don't, I usually don't fuck with paleo. All right. But I, but I like it. It's light. I feel like I could drink it outside, especially when it's uh, this weather is also being disrespectful. It's so, so disrespectful. I mean, it's only May and it's like 90 degrees. It's a problem. Ooh, Lord. I'm just saying this year, we all know it's going to be hellacious. 2020. I wouldn't recommend it um, on my Let's Yelp start. review, but also <laughs> I feel like this could lead to some change. So I'm trying to lean on that for my bright spot my positivity that some things some positive change is going to come out of it right i'm hopeful um you know Let's regardless just... of everything vote guys exercise your rights mm-hmm. we could talk hopefully, about that next week hopefully because voter right suppression way. is a real thing <laughs> um follow Stay... us on the social media yeah. <laughs> forget that uh, the.social.drinkers 
if you want to come fight us, please email the social drinkers. Or you at, can add us at social media. Yeah. Uh, socialdrinkerspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to give us a beer suggestion, please feel free to uh, rate, subscribe, pass it along. Um, I would also say if you have any ideas that we can speak about or how to fight the good fight. Yeah. You know, let us help. Know. How do we help? Let us know. I mean, we have a couple of things that we're thinking of and we're flushing out. So, but we are the social drinkers for a reason. Yes. But we would like to get the word out about other ways to help for other people as well. So, yeah. All right. Stay social. Bye.